This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome everyone to the Distraction Reviews here on Fightful.com. It is Tuesday. I'm the point god, Jeremy Lambert. I threw my nickname in there this time. Never do it. Did it today. With me, the chubby chief, Joseph Olbert. Joseph, how are you today? Hmm. This is where I'm supposed to sort of feign excitement <laughs> and joy, isn't it, Jeremy? This is where I'm supposed to sort of, oh, you know, welcome everyone, like I usually do. Very exciting usually. But I'm going to open up here with just sort of a reality check on where we're at on this show, right? Because I had convinced myself after the last two weeks that I enjoyed reviewing films. <laughs> and I don't know if that's not true, but I can infer, like, confirm to you now that after doing this, there is a chance that in my mind I never want to review another film again. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to, but that should tell you what this review is going to be like. So if you're here for positivity on a review of Knucklehead, you may want to sort of click off or at least skip through now. I don't know. This could be a tough one. We have we have a brand to uphold, and we're a movie review podcast. It just says the distraction reviews. You know, technically, I feel like we could review anything. I mean, we have. <laughs> Oftentimes, we do review anything. The Scooby-Doo movie led to us doing a Jim Ross bit, and he's not even in the film. He doesn't even get referenced in the film. So, Was I'm that that show? Be... The Scooby-Doo movie was the Jim Ross bit? It was. It was an incredible program. Oh, my God. Yes. We do so many shows, I lose like track of which bits are which show and which bits are like off air and everything. I just, I do not know anymore. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I've been there for about six months at this point. <laughs> but I, um, Jeremy, do you have notes for this film? Do I have notes for any film ever is the question, Joseph. You know the answer to this. Okay. I've got the Wikipedia um, pulled up. There's a long, like it's the entire plot on Wikipedia. This is this is like a Joe Holbert, Eddie Kingston feature pre-edited is the plot on Wikipedia here. Wow. That is long. There's yeah. a lot of errors in here, I'd imagine. <laughs> I um I'm not willing to say this is the worst film we've ever reviewed. You early but off air you stopped me and was like, I need to look. You was like, I'm not, you know, calm down, Holbert, I need to look. <laughs> I'm joining you in that, but I, again, I do want to warn everyone. If you're thinking about watching this, do not watch it. This is going to be very sad and very dark for the next hour. So just seatbelts on and join us. Now, watch this. Don't actually go back and, and watch this movie, is what we're saying. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Sign up to Fightful Select. Sean's always dropping news. Uh, you get a bunch of extra audio podcasts. Even Jensen reviews all the, the shows we don't always cover in audio form on the main site. Like Impact and ROH and GCW shows and BTE and all that fun stuff. Alex Pawlowski has Sour Graps. Joseph and I will be making our uh, Fightful Select debut this month. We're reviewing a 
November 1995 episode of WCW Nitro. I've never loved our audience more than when those <laughs> poll results came in. Let me tell you, Jeremy, I've never grinned wider. An hour, 40 minutes of WCW Nitro is what really I started this podcast in hopes of. Like, I, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, this is a good opportunity, a good idea. Hopefully, wrestling gets cancelled forever and we can watch old Nitro. We almost got the cancellation part, didn't we? We almost got there. But here we are, we still have to write wrestling, but if we're going to talk about it, now we get to do the Nitro, the fun, the old stuff. So yes, uh, that is on the select this month. Very exciting. Yes, I don't know when that's going to be up on select. We haven't actually recorded that yet, so <laughs> can't be up on select until it actually gets recorded. Uh, if you're in the chat, we appreciate you joining us. Leave us a super chat. It's your question, comment, statement, read on air. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Fightful. Leave a thumbs up. Tap the bell for notifications. All that stuff really helps us. Really, really helps us. All right, let's get into it knucklehead starring the big show let me ask you this question joseph because my my friend asked me this when i was messaging her plot points of this movie which was basically the big show just shit himself again and she said what is the alleged plot of this movie so i ask you that question give me one sentence of the alleged plot of this movie okay a challenged big man He's given the opportunity to save his only home, the only home he's ever known, an orphanage that he burns to the ground, or he burns the kitchen of to the ground, and then he enters a mixed martial arts competition that is definitely not MMA, but is referenced as MMA regularly throughout the film, and he wears underwear, and then he shits again... (laughs) And then he get, and then he shaves his head and gets tattoos, and he then. That's gets, the entire you know, movie. You're just supposed hang on, to get. I'm going. I'll get there. Hang on. And then he he gets MMA trunks that aren't really MMA trunks, but he never wears gloves because he isn't an MMA fight. But then he headbutts on because he isn't an MMA fight. But he's in an MMA fight and he nearly sh- he doesn't shit himself again, and then he wins. End the podcast. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> you just gave away the whole movie. You're just supposed to do a simple plot point, Joseph, not the whole movie. Okay, do it again. I'll ask again and I'll, I'll <laughs> What is the alleged plot of this movie? A giant One shits sentence. <laughs> a giant shits himself? That's it. The end. That's all we need. I think my reply was, the big show is an orphan goof who gets roped into competing into carny MMA fights. That, that was the plot of this movie. But you left out the part where he shit himself. <laughs> yeah, but it's not supposed to be like, you know, part. I mean, it's it's a big plot, but it's not. It's a pretty part. big plot. In the film. <laughs> it is a pretty big plot in the film. Yeah, here's where we are, folks. <laughs> oh, listen, listen, Jeremy, let's just get into the film. Obviously, I've gone through the whole plot now. But let's go. Let's try and go step by step. Why are we um, going step by step? The big show. He's an well, orphan. He's he's an orphan. That that's the beginning of this movie. Yes. Is, I mean, that's the whole movie. He's an orphan. He's a knucklehead. He says that multiple times, if you didn't know. The, that's the name of the movie, and that's his, his character. He's a knucklehead. Uh, the Joseph mentioned that he burned down the kitchen. Joseph, do you want to tell the people how this man no. burned? <laughs> I've talked enough about shit and all this awful stuff. You do it. You take that one. Big Show's in the kitchen with his little orphan friend. I forgot his name. doesn't really matter. You think he's Henry. important. His name's Henry? Okay. You think he's an important part of this movie, and he's in, like, two scenes. Uh, He's in the kitchen with his friend. They screwed up a play that doesn't matter. Big Show is cooking, and he's he's farting. He's farting a lot, right? 
and he goes away because he's got the shits, and he runs into the bathroom. A, a great joke here of uh, Jan from The Office. I don't know her name in this movie, but Jan from The Office is, you know, waiting to talk to the big show. So she's waiting by the bathroom, and you hear all the shit noises and everything. And the nun, the nun is in the bathroom. So you got, this is a callback to Ready to Rumble, Joseph. I don't know if you know this. This is a callback to the farting nuns. This is true. This is trivia. That was good, Jeremy. I didn't even know you were going with that. I thought I'd forgotten a scene. That film's the bestler, isn't it? That <laughs> film is the bestler. Um, so Big Show has to go to the bathroom. When he comes out of the bathroom, look, I'm describing all this because it's very important to the plot. All right, people? When he comes out of the bathroom, the kitchen's on fire. The kitchen is on fire. The kid doesn't understand. He's lost in his video games like any kid would be. But the fire got started because the Big Show was cooking and farting in the kitchen. And these are so deadly farts that he burned down the kitchen of this orphanage. And now all the orphans have no homes. Right? When you put it that way, it sounds darker <laughs> than it is, I feel. But. So I, I explain this to you off air, Jeremy, but I am now aware that we need games to get through this show. Okay? Yes. And just looking at the name I had on my plate here, I decided that a good game to play would be Big Show or Big Shit. Um, I did not realise how sort of poignant that proved to be. I, just I, didn't, I didn't know that would become a central plot of the film. I messaged you when I was watching this movie, and I was like, I hope you have a game. And then I said, Big Show or Big Shit. And then you were like, I don't get it. But you said, I had that written down already. And I know you didn't watch this movie until this morning, so I can confirm you did not retroactively write this. You already had it written down. It was that or the alternative, big tall or big small, in which I would select a giant wrestler and a tiny wrestler, and you could pick. However, seeing as I have eight rounds of this game, (laughs) I feel it's time for round one. Now, here's how this works, Jeremy. I name a version of the big show, Paul Wyatt, the giant, so to speak, and you tell me big show or big shit, meaning... Was this a shit version of the Big Show? Was it a good version? Good version, of course, being Big Show. So we'll start... We'll go in order for this one. We'll start with the man who plummeted off the roof of Kobo Hall. The giant, who later would have an interesting um, interaction with the Yeti. The giant, Jeremy. Big Show or Big Shit? The giant ruled. He was super athletic as well. Didn't he try, like, a shooting star press... One time. Not about that. He used to do the drop kick off the top. Though, yeah, which was terrifying. He did that so, against yes. like Loch Ness, the drop kick off the top rope, and it was he took the um, I think it was the same Loch Ness match. He took the Shawn Michaels like over and out corner bump in one of those matches. Big Show could move when he was a giant. Big Show ruled, or the giant ruled. So we're going Big Show for the giant. That was before the Undertaker told him how to hashtag (laughs) work like a giant, which is also known as have shit matches and bore (laughs) us all to death. But other than that, yeah, he really helped him a lot. Anyway, back to this film. Okay, so what's next? We've done the we've done the shit and all that. So there's more. There's more shit coming. There is. We'll get space the shit out, dude. (laughs) So meanwhile in Gotham, we're in a gym, and we meet. Eddie, right? And Eddie has a new fighter, and then this other guy also has a fighter, and his fighter beats up Eddie's fighter with a clothesline in an MMA fight. <laughs> um, he now owes money, does Eddie? He needs money. You can probably figure out where this is going based on the fact that I've already described the whole plot in the opening <laughs> minutes of this podcast. 
But effectively what happens is his dad tells him to go and pray. He's doing that, and the big show falls through like a wall. Yes. And he's like, show needs money. He needs money. Let's make this big giant who just shit himself an MMA fight. <laughs> that isn't actually MMA. It's just pretend MMA. Uh, so, the, the, yeah. the mobster guy is... I don't know his name in this movie. Um, he's Eddie. From, or he's, he's the coach from Eddie. Did you realize that? Have you I not seen... I have no idea what you're talking about. Have you not seen Eddie? No. With Whoopi Goldberg? Eddie? Okay. No. We should review this film. I don't know if there's a wrestler in it, but I, maybe there's got, there's got to be a cameo from some wrestler in this film. What? What does that have to be? You've now convinced yourself that every film has a cameo from a wrestler. What's happened to you, Jerry? Oh, because just to, just to make it so we can review it on this show. I mean, I guess we can do it regardless, <laughs> but... You're suggesting it's likely. You're like, it must be. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Um, you've never seen Eddie, though. So it's Whoopi Goldberg, uh, and she becomes the head coach of the New York Knicks. She's a random fan. She's, you know, a very passionate, diehard New York Knicks fan. And she wins a competition to be the head coach of the Knicks. And it's a great heartwarming tale. You've never seen this movie. No. I, a Whoopi Goldberg vehicle is very scary for me. I'm not. That that sounds awful, but I'd rather review it than this. So I wish I'd have watched it now. Really, you should have just called the Audible live. I tried um, to. I tried to tell you. Could we watch Role Models? Could we review uh, episodes of The Office? Could we review Eddie? And you just you liked the tweets and you never responded to them. So I just assumed those were no's. You were you just you know you gave me the pity like of like I acknowledge your tweet, Jeremy. I see it. Thank you for tagging me. I appreciate it. I'm not going to comment on it. Well, I, I just awoke from a nap, and everyone was talking about Raw, and I go to my mentions, and I get this sort of double-shot cannon fire of you also informing me this film is shit. It's like, <laughs> okay, this is going to be a great night for me. I'm now looking forward to a Tuesday in which I have to watch both of these terrible things that everyone's talking about. And by everyone, of course, I mean, everyone's talking about Raw being bad, and your timeline is just an exclusive catch-up on how terrible this film I've picked is. Dude, so, I... I didn't respond, fair. I watched... Raw, I watched this film, and then Raw was on like five minutes later. This was five hours of my Monday night. Five hours of my Monday night watching this film, and then Raw. Thank God I had support through it, but oh my God, this this was just a horrible five hours. Can you help me? I did try to do this on Twitter, but can you help explain what it feels like when it's longer than 90 minutes one of these films like help oh i i legitimately by the way i got some good uh eddie stuff here i I think we're gonna we can find a way to work in reviewing this um when i saw that this was an hour and 40 minutes i told like i just i wanted to message you and be like you fucked up like this this is 10 minutes too long like this is it's just too long any of these movies that are over an hour and a half yeah, it it feels like a death sentence. And it's only 10 minutes, but it just feels so much worse than that. It's when you get to, like, 40 minutes, and you're like, oh, my, there is an hour left of the film. <laughs> That's when, for some reason, that 10 minutes is just horrific. Because when you watch these films, you check the time, like, once every two minutes, right? You, you do. You legitimately scroll over, check the time every, every chance you can get. But anyway, Jeremy. Wait, let me, let me oh. talk about Eddie. Here's who's in this film, Joseph. John Sally, Rick Fox, Greg Ostertag. They don't play themselves. They play, like, basketball players who are on the Knicks. 
uh, Marv Albert, Chris Berman. There, there's WWE Hall of Famer um, and former president in this movie, Gary Payton. So that's the WWE tie-in right there. We could, we could maybe sneak that in there. Gary Payton's in this film. Head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Glenn Doc Rivers, is in this film. Okay, that's, that's cash. <laughs> this, is, this sounds amazing. Vlade Divac. Vlade Divac. Nick Van Exel. Dennis Rodman. Another wrestling. Another wrestling tie-in. We can is this, this your pick for next week? Are you spoiling your pick for next week? Um, I have a pick for next week, but... Do you think we could do any? I don't know why Sean would mind. Just whatever. What's he going to do? Fire us? He threatens to fire you every week, but, you know. We're already fired, man. Yeah. We're already fired. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're cool, man. You're the point guard. I'll go with um, uh, the film I had originally picked, but we might circle back to Eddie. All right, what are we doing? Maybe it's like a Christmas special because our Christmas is in July. So for the actual <laughs> Christmas, we could like treat something different without doing a Christmas film. That yeah, makes sense? that's we'll fair. Do I think I know you're going to answer on this one based okay. on our prior discussion. But big show or big shit, and this is my exact uh, framing of this character, the Undertaker bullies me now, Big Show, of like the late 90s. Big Show or Big Shit? That Big Show sucked. That was Big Shit. He, big came, sh- he came into WWF and was just gutted immediately. Because they, they, they was like, you were not working like a giant. And then they took away everything that made him cool. And it took him legitimately like 15 years <laughs> to figure out how to work the way he wanted and also have good matches. And he just kept trying. He kept going for it, but God bless him. There he was. Okay. Uh, we got a Thanks super chat. School. We got a super chat from Jarber JJ who says, Here to support the real stars and true Quizlemania co-champions. Movie reviews are literally distraction for me. You're both awesome. Five stars and heart emoji. Thank you, Jarber JJ. Thank you very much, but I feel it's time to be honest about something, Jeremy. Uh-oh. In that super chat, it was explained that we are co-champions of now excuse me if I get this wrong Quizzlemania correct? yes now feels like as good a time as any to explain that I have no idea what that is (laughs) I'm aware that Sean appears to be part of it in some way Quizzlemania it's a it's a quiz show you couldn't you guessed that part enough alright Wrestle Talk does it they've had the, the Good Brothers were on there a couple weeks ago it's it's a gigantic quiz show. A bunch of people tune into it. They do they do like history stuff. They do like drawings and stuff. Like you have to draw like a tag team and your partner guesses it and whatnot. It's a lot of fun, honestly. Like I'm not saying I've watched every single episode, but I've watched uh, Sean and Denise on it a couple of times, bits and pieces, and it's a lot of fun. I think we should be on it. Somebody pitch us to be on Quizlemania. This should be a new segment of the show in which... <laughs> you explain something to me that's popular within the wrestling landscape. And I just sort of nod my head and I'm like, okay, thanks for catching me up, Jeremy. That should be a new thing we do here. Thank you for catching up. I don't know. It looks very popular. People seem to enjoy it. So that's very good. I'm glad to be a co-champion of this game. Yeah, Sean said he wouldn't have won because uh, they did a Hollywood version. So it was like a lot of like wrestler movies and stuff. And apparently Sean actually listens to this and he said he would not have won if we didn't have our little movie review podcast here. Wow. I mean, this is big news that he listens to this show. We need to be careful what we do here, pal. <laughs> We're raining the Eddie talk. Anyway, back to this film. Um, what happened? So, yes, Eddie. We were talking about the Eddie in this film, not the one of the movie. You want to pitch? Um, okay. 
Here we go. So away they go. Big Show is going to be an MMA fighter, right? Yes. Explain this. It's not actually MMA, but he's going to do it. Right. They're going to go around and shoot viral videos to, to get his yeah. buzz up before a big, uh, big fight, big tournament in New Orleans. He basically does like a tour. Like, you know when Cody got released or got his release and he like made a list of <laughs> opponents? It's basically like that. Like he goes around and collects names and such. And uh, So there's a big, big joke that really is something. So he's asked to change into sort of like, you know, fighting clothes. Um, and of course, the big show just has big goofy white underwear, doesn't he, Jeremy? Yeah, big whitey tighties. Yeah, and you know, that's funny, but... It isn't as funny as when he walks past and Eddie makes sure that he hasn't shit himself. That's really funny, isn't it, Jeremy? I laughed. He had the, he had the big white pants, and he nearly shit himself, but he didn't actually shit himself. Why I did Eddie fully, think he shit I fully expected him to just shit himself. I, I did. He got a wedgie. He had a wedgie in this. Do you want to describe how he won his first fight? So he, like, shells up. Yeah, is that Homer, of, Homer Simpson's strategy? Shades of Gary Goodridge taking on <laughs> Fedor Emelianenko in the early 2000s. There you go, Jeremy. Uh, you you up me on uh, Saturday with that Rampage Chuck Liddell pull. So I <laughs> fly, mate. Um, and, you know, he's shelling up. And look, the thing with Big Show is because of his arms, he's got a pretty good defense. He's in sort of a shell. Yeah, it's Philly shell defense. Yeah. And then um hoot that's punching him gets very exhausted and what does a man do when he's tired in a fight well obviously he provides he gives a man a wedging doesn't he? he's got big white you know pulls he pulls he sort of falls over a little bit and then something happens where the big show is in such agony that he begins to like teeter what do you mean something happens he's in such agony he got hit in the dick oh no but before that though because he's like in a bad way because already the other guy is like falling down isn't he yeah the energy that it takes to wedgie the big show is so great that the other man is falling. And on his way down, he throws like a dick shot. So then he's flat on his back and the, and the big show falls on top of him. Yes. Um, and I was like, oh, pins count. <laughs> and then Eddie goes, stay on top of him. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to win on points. And instead, the man just taps immediately because the big show is on top of him. So I don't know, dude. That's what happens, I think. That's a good way to win an MMA fight. You just smother the guy. Ren Nelson did that for yeah. the whole Ultimate Fighter series. <laughs> That's how he beat Kimbo, right? He just put his belly on top of him, and Kimbo was like, get me the fuck out of here. That's a classic TV, like, <laughs> just stealing viewership moment, isn't it? Like, if Kimbo catches him, <laughs> if Kimbo catches him, 30 seconds in, gets taken down, and Crucifix was like, oh, no, never mind. He's not going to catch him. God bless Kimbo. That was good fun times. Anyway. So then they stop. Can you want to explain this where they stop and they meet like her friend or something? Do that part. And what's there to explain? They meet her friend and her friend is clearly smitten with the big show. No, but they do. Remember, she has like a car crash. Remember this? No, not at all. Do you remember the engine of the school bus starts? Oh, yeah, sure. What what am I supposed to explain? You just did it. The the engine blows up. Like, it blows up. I was waiting for another fart joke here because uh, the engine, it stalls out and they're in the middle of nowhere. And then people are like, oh, do you smell that? It's gas. Cut. And then you see the school bus blow up and they're running through the field and stuff. I was waiting for them to just say, like, would have been fine if you didn't just fart and shit and then blow up the whole bus and everything. But they didn't do that. They they ran themselves in for, for that joke. Yes. And the lady that you mentioned that is smitten with the big show, she gives him a, like, fighter makeover. Yes. 
He... Uh, that's what I mentioned. He gets the tattoos, and he gets a bald head, and he gets Shades goatee a little bit. I think, oh, that's, yeah, I that, think was... that was that. Was the goatee. And then Eddie's like, make a mean face, and he runs and hits his head on the fan above him. <laughs> and then... Um, and he yeah. fights a bear, right? Yeah, and he wins. And it's like... Oh, the Big Show is making real strides here as a mixed martial artist as he defeated the bear. Yeah, he choked out. He, sh- he choked. The bear went after uh, Eddie, and then Big Show put the bear in a rear naked choke, and people were were sad. Shades of Khabib. No <laughs> I was going to make the Khabib joke. <laughs> and then, as you would, they celebrate like any great fighter after his victory. And Eddie warns the Big Show about what he's eating, and he says, you know, he's big <laughs> enough, you know? And the big show they go. Like, they right, go to an stomach of steel, you know. They go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, and Eddie says it's all you can eat, not eat it all. And then Big Show is like, "Don't worry about me, it's all good." So he eats it all, and then we get the Greyhound bus scene. Correct. That's where we're at. This is just <laughs> ridiculous. I'm so listen, guys. I try to pick my words politely on this program, but. He just violently shits himself. Like, he's <laughs> brutal. It's graphic. It's violent. He's like doing like facials as he nearly shits himself, and then he like scurries to the toilet. And obviously, he can't get in the toilet, so he just opens the door and just like sitting out on the bus yes. while shitting. It's just horrific. It's awful. He's like he's hovering. Not even doing. He's not even yes. on the toilet. It's like his ass is just like in. Yeah, his ass is just like in the bathroom, and so it's like projectile shitting into the toilet. That's what's going on here. And he's like, because he's made it, he's like, okay, cool. We're all happy with this situation. It's like, no, get in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you out. But you know, whatever. Um, Every all the people on the serious. bus are just they're horrified, and they're just they're disgusted by this. Yes. This includes one member of the... This is relatively funny. As the camera pans away from the big show's shit, there's a person who's like on the phone calling a family member to tell them they love them because they assume they're about to die on the bus. And that is relatively funny if there hadn't already been 101 shit fart filth joke. But nonetheless, um, that's what happens. And then uh, they keep going. Wait, they, then... they had to call in like a whole SWAT team to get him oh, God, yeah. out of this bathroom and they're like oh yeah we gotta use the jaws like they're they're tug of war like they're trying to play tug of war with the big show to pull him out of this bathroom because he is just stuck it, I guess it, between the door frame by the way this is 2010 uh, big show not in the best of shape in 2010 they even they even said that he's like he's like 450 pounds in this film this is this is a big version of the big show the Floyd Mayweather fight was two years uh, before this, and he let himself go a little bit after that. Very true. I'll leave that there <laughs> as I return to Big Show or Big Shit, okay? Paul Heyman is now booking me. I have matches with Brock Lesnar, Big Show. Big Show or Big Shit? This Big Show is actually fun, right? It yeah, was okay. fine. It's probably his best run as, like an actual top guy in WWE. Yeah. Because when he gets older and he has good matches, it's like he's very much a role player at that point, right? Yeah. Good. I would agree this is the big show, right? We're No big shit here? No, no. That was a good run okay. with, with Heyman and winning that title and everything. 
Okay. No more big shit, please. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get more big shit, folks. Not in the film, but from my game, unfortunately. Anyway, where else are we? Okay, I'm going to read my notes verbatim here. Iddy beats up dude, then gets beat up by another dude until Big Show makes the save, beating up both dudes. Any more on that? No. Do we want to say you that? Know the I'm no, I have no idea. Is that in the hotel? When? Oh, is that? No, that's the uh, outside of the gas station? Is that yeah. the scene? Okay. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the hotel scene fun. was way before. I think we just skipped over it. It's not important. Um... Yeah, the the gas station. They're in the gas station and they get jumped. the The girl Jan from the office is uh, she's she's getting messed with. So Eddie tries to fight him, and then he gets jumped. And then Big Show comes out and saves him. And then everybody celebrates, and they're like, "You're a real fighter now." And that's that's kind of that. Let's go back to the hotel scene. Um, Why he has to share a bed right with Eddie? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and. He sits on his side of the bed. He doesn't sit. No, he, he jumped onto he that jumps. side. Of, yes. You're frozen. So big that Eddie is flung. Yes. Oh, no. You're fine this now. Bad. You're fine now. Okay, good. <laughs> He's so big that Eddie is flung in the air and lands on top of the big show. Yes. Just as Eddie's um, crush, I guess would be the way to phrase it. Jan from the name. Jan from the yes. office. That's who it is. And then she's like, oh, you know, and they're on top of each other. And it's like, ah, she means they're lovers. <laughs> that happened too. That did happen. Completely forgot all about that until you mentioned it. Okay. The big show is big, everyone. If, the, if a man that size jumps on a bed, it's going to, you know, fling it over. That's the point, right? Yeah. So as he starts to win fights and, you know, steadily stops shitting himself, um, he doesn't really do that, actually. He just stops at some point. <laughs> they bond somewhat. Yes. And then they introduce this idea of why Eddie doesn't fight anymore. Yes. Um, at no point does the office lady just think to herself, well, he just got beat up at a gas station by complete nobodies. He sucked <laughs> at fighting. Which is what I would have said. But apparently there has to be some reason why a man stops fighting, even though he had no success in the sport whatsoever. So with that in mind, they prod Eddie until they, like, conclude or, like, force him into a conclusion that he was hitting the dick. Right? Yes. Did I make this up? No. Th that's what happened, is Eddie's like, I don't fight anymore. And they're like, oh, did you get hit in the head too much, suffer too much brain damage, stuff like that? Did you have a bad injury or whatever? He's like, no, lower... Uh, higher, middle, and then they're like, oh, you just got hit in the dick really hard. And he's like, yeah, basically. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess you that, that makes you stop fighting. That's why, uh, who the hell was it? Uh, that's why America Krokop stopped fighting, right? You just got hit in the dick a bunch of times. I don't think Mirko Krokop was getting beat up at gas stations, though, as he tried to protect his, his lady friend. So, sure, whatever. Who was the guy who got hit in the dick and was, like, vomiting? Do you remember this? No, I, I remember the Crow Cop one you referenced. I don't remember that. I remember. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Franklin, like, getting on his knees and doing some sort of, like, hacker dance to recover. You remember this? <laughs> We're not just doing MMA history moments. I remember Gonzaga. Who did Gonzaga fight? It was, like, Brock Lesnar's training partner. And, like, just immediately kicked this dude. Like, Chris Tushisher or whatever. Oh, the guy that Hunt knocked out. The yeah. Big block that looked like a fat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He was hilarious. He's a perfect training partner. Yes. <laughs> Gonzaga, like, fucking kicked him in the dick. And that dude was just dead. And then Gonzaga beat him a couple minutes later. But, uh, yeah, Gonzaga ruined that man. There is an argument that Crowcott and Gonzaga are, like, they are tired in having the worst crime in the history of sports, in that their their shortcomings allowed Brendan Sharp to like short term claim he was a contender at heavyweight, and we have <laughs> never come from that. Like to this day, the impact of that felt, and it ruins both. I mean, Crowcott especially, his his legacy will forever be tarnished by that. Day. But there you go. Back to this shit film. Speaking of bad comedy, um, we go now. I, I wanted to mention this. Did you notice the music in this film? No. It's like WWE video game shit. Like he's like just lame, like generic sort of rock music while they do this uplifting. Oh yeah, I know the montage scene. Yeah, the montage scene was something else. I didn't know the song. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a famous song or whatever. It was just like the most generic. It'll probably be Ruby Riot's theme in a couple of weeks. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> it does. It felt like the stuff that you hear on the menus of the, like SmackDown vs Raw games. You know, just yeah. absolute nothing. It's not rock. <laughs> but that's the only thing you can describe it. As. And this this is well like he bonds with her and Big Show learns to stop shitting himself. It's like yeah, come on, <laughs> Big Show's gonna kill him. Anyway, then they go to a bar, and um, oh, and so the Big Show goes for a dance. With someone that recognizes him from their viral videos. Yes. And then he, uh, Eddie, convinces the lady from the office to drink. And then she gets drunk and she sees that Eddie is flirting with a woman who was named, help me, what was the name? She had a funny nickname that Eddie liked. Oh, I don't remember. She, oh, good lord. <laughs> it was, it I'll, was just I'll a nickname. I'll find it. I'll find it. Um,. Yeah, she Jan from the office had had one margarita and was absolutely sauced. Yes. Anyway, when, before Jeremy finds his name, she she sees this. She goes up. She seemingly you know ends up in a conflict with this lady whose name I can't remember. And then the woman is like, "Let's have a mud match." <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the waitress. By the way, it's not some random lady. It's the waitress. No, I know, but she okay. says she has a name. No, She's I like, know that. I'm just letting you know it's it's the okay. waitress. So I'm letting the audience know that it's not just some random lady at the bar. Is it audience? Jiggles. Sure. Jiggles is her Jiggles name, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Jingles, and I think, you know, I'm going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was an audience for this show. You should have told me, Jeremy. Um, anyway, 
So they do, she's like, let's do what any normal person would do. Let's take our clothes off and have a mud match. <laughs> and the big show obviously has seen this many times before. And then she's like, no, I'm going to take my clothes off and do a spin kick, knocking you in the mud without ever even getting in the mud. And then I'm going to fall over and get carried away by the big show. Yes, that's what happens next. Jan from the office is wearing like a red dress and she doesn't want to mess up her dress. So she just like takes it off, is in her bra and panties, and then just does, you know what the spin kick reminded me of? If you played SmackDown vs. Raw and Stacey Keebler does this like exact spin kick, it's like her only strike. That's what this was. The, the layers of that, considering the setting of this fight, is pretty good. Yeah, thank okay. you. So then they get to the big tournament. Hang on, I'm going to go back to my game. Big show or big shit, Jeremy? Oh no, I have to do a sumo match at WrestleMania. <laughs> big show or big shit? He wore a diaper for this and a thong. He wore a thong diaper for this. This sucked. We, we, we gotta go big shit. The ultimate big shit. Yeah. Uh, the absolute worst big shit there ever was. <laughs> so then we get to the big tournament um, and they do, you know, an absolutely horrific, painful borderline offensive montage of all the fights that take place in this tournament. Yes. And that may sound overdramatic, and it is. It's hyperbolic. But Jeremy can vouch for me. There is something about the way this was put together that makes it excruciating as we just see terrible fights take place. It's very bad. It's not only just, like, these terrible fights are taking place. It's a bunch of people that we have, like, no investment in outside of... Do we want to talk about uh, Red Rum? We have not mentioned Red Rum once on this program. Okay. What do you want to talk about, Red Rum? I don't know. This is the big, like, hired gun. I don't know if it's the hired gun, but this is the big, like, uh, fighter antagonist here, right? This is the guy that the big show has to conquer to, to get this money. This is the guy, uh, I forgot, the, the Memphis's Earl, uh, his, his, big, his big project. He's the manager. He's like, this is his Zeus. Um, this is the Zeus for Memphis Earl. And what was the what was uh, Dabakato's name in in main event? It's oh. like that character, right? <laughs> I thought it was Dabakato. I don't remember his name in main event. No, Dabakato's his raw name. Yeah, yeah, that's his name on on Raw Underground, which is definitely something that's still going on, and you know they got big <laughs> plans for. Okay, we'll leave that for first. Day. I mean, we'll not get to about the first day. But there you go. Um, he's his name is Red Rum. Lufa, the Japanese deathmatch legend, the original death dealer, he informed us on the Twitter that he once considered this to be his name. And I have to say, it's incredible to think of how different the history of this show would be if that was the case. <laughs> if when his head came out from the apron on that fateful night of Dynamite, if instead we heard Red Rum, Red Rum, it may, we ne- may have never found it funny. Like, it may have been actually good even. I don't know. It was awesome. The moment in itself was incredible, but I don't know. It's what it's something to think about, I feel. Our show would have been 100% different. If it was Red Rum instead of Luther, like the, the Luther, the way Excalibur was saying it, just like, that's Luther. That's Luther. And you're like, what? If he's saying that's Red Rum, you're like, all right, that guy like sounds like a killer. That's, yeah, that's murder. Yeah, right? yeah. right. Like, no, no offense to Luther. We love him. But like Luther, just as in a name, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy's just an absolute, he's a Japanese deathmatch legend. You just wouldn't think it. Whenever, like, I my mind obviously goes to The Shining, 
But whenever this is involved with wrestling, I think back to the Relic. Yes, I I knew you were going to go there because I was just going to legitimately ask, like, do you know what Red Rum is spelled backwards, Joseph? And it was like, I think the reason we all enjoy it so much is that Tanay obviously knew it sucked when he would call it back in the day. But every time that Don West like pondered the fall, <laughs> it seemed to like just give him chills. He couldn't fathom that a man would do such an evil thing as twist their name backwards. So yes, um, Red Rum is here. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go back to my game. big show or big <laughs> shit, Jeremy. ECW is now a thing. I'm an actual top heel. Big show, big shit. He rolled in ECW. He was great. He was throwing Sabu through tables. Uh, what was the the Bob Holly match? was like really good yeah i, I liked uh ecw big show. big show yeah quietly good run that's lost because of how much the rest of it sucked yeah right like quietly good stuff okay back to this so then the evil money man um he claims that eddie actually is out of the fight game because he threw a fight once and in fairness it does make sense that the office lady is immediately like she believes this almost because she has doubted him the whole way Right, that's fair enough. There's a, you know, I wouldn't call it clever, but at least we have the deal where she's like, where is the money? And he's already given it to his dad. To hold on to it. And he told his dad, like, this needs to go to the orphanage. If something happens to me, make sure this goes to the orphanage. So you have, like, a relatively logical, reasonable moment of like, oh, he's kind of stuck there, right? Like, he's made, he now looks like a fraud, even though he's not. For a moment, you care. (laughs) Uh, And then it's like, this is, you know, relatively believable. Cut to these guys threatening to kill Henry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Tonally, this rain in a little bit. It's not get carried away here. Unfortunately, they do get carried away, and Henry's like being hung over like, they get threatening to drown the kid, for goodness <laughs> sakes. So, yeah, that happens too. Anything on this? Um, no, I, it was a, a wild turn that they just had Henry. He's taken. They want, they want Big Show to throw the fight. That, that's their end game here. They want him to throw the fight or else they're going to kill Henry because uh, they need the money. And they want to they wanna punish Eddie. And that's pretty much it. They, you know, Memphis Earl thinks he's, he's got it all figured out. He exposed Eddie as a fraud. He's going to get his money. And he might kill the kid anyway. Probably should. Whatever. Who cares about this dumb kid? It would have ruled so much if Eddie was like, I had never met this kid. What <laughs> possible reason do I have to care? That would have been great. Anyway. So then this changes the big fight. Because now it is explained that the Big Show... Big Show, by the way, he's got, like, full-on gear now. He's a real... He's got his Masawa tribute shorts going on there and looks like a real real fighter. It's interesting you say that because I think he would look less like a play fighter if he dressed (laughs) in clothes that fighters never wear. Rather than paying money for actual gear... Which makes him like a play fighter. What a mark. He would be better to just wear clothes that aren't supposed to be worn for such things. Would you agree with that, Jeremy? Right. He looked like a real fighter in his tidy whiteies. Or what did he wear in the, the backyard fight where he uh, ran over that dude's dad? A scene we just completely skipped over. But he was just wearing like jeans in that. Like that's, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all you got to wear. Just show up to the fight in jeans. That makes you look like a real fighter. Not, you know, frilly, colorful shorts. Well, it's fair to say that this character is a street guy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This this version of the Big Show is definitely a street guy. You know, it may, I'll be honest with you. I actually broke my television when he came out with bright colours on because I couldn't believe a street guy like Walter, portrayed by the Big Show, would ever like a bright colour. 
Like, I actually got really mad about it, Jim. i got to be honest. I mean, I was like, you know, no respect for this business. None at all. Know your character. Buying bright colours. Paying homage to legends that I don't know. And I pretend he's another legend that just passed away because I want to pretend I'm knowledgeable about the sport I cover and get paid for. <laughs> no. It's all, it's all finished. He's out there. They know what we're talking about. He's ruined. Anyway... R.I.P. and all that good stuff. Why R.I.P.? <laughs> I don't know. This is this tribute to... It was an Alistair Overeem tribute, I think. That's a, that's what this okay. show's gonna look like. <laughs> R.I.P. Alistair Overeem. I'm sorry, I crossed lines for a moment there. <laughs> Joseph just went... What's a finger gun? Went full-on shoot right there. My God. Well, I, the, the blue ticks flashed before my eyes. I couldn't <laughs> deal with it anymore. Goddamn play fighters with their actual purchase gear. Why don't you just dress like a street guy? That's what a real wrestler would do. You talk about stabbing people in the face and then you come out in, in colorful shorts. What are we doing here? Lost the plot on your character. You should have brought a rifle with you and shot the man. Threatened him at gunpoint. Why did he go You should have just stood at the top of the ramp with a sniper and killed him then. Who knows? I mean, that's a good way to win an I quit match. Just threaten them, yes. threaten to legitimately murder him. If you're really hood, that's what he should have done. I think Eddie Kingston is a fake gangster. Wait, we're not talking about Eddie Kingston. <laughs> oh, Walter, sorry, Walter is a fake gangster. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so he's explained that the big show has to, he has to keep the fight going in order to save Henry. Because while the fight's happening, they won't kill Henry, is the idea. Right. right. So until we find Henry, I think is the idea what he's careful. So, like, he's like, stuffs a takedown, and then Red Rum hits him with a European uppercut, which is glorious in many ways. <laughs> um, and then they do, like, the Rocky movie, like, corner deal, where it's like, the way they shoot this is like it's an epic <laughs> fight scene, and he's like, just, gotta, just keep it going. The fat kid could die, man. Come on. <laughs> and then, like, he sees Henry. And just wins with a go-go player, which is a <laughs> which, the is, which is absolutely tremendous that the big show is out here using a go-go plata to win this fight. It doesn't fit his character at all. No, it just he like, doesn't. He like blocks a punch and then you know drops. He pulls guard on him and then locks in the go-go plata. You're right. Undertaker taught him that one. He taught him how to work that one. Undertaker was like, like, here's how you work big. Here's how you do uh, technical submissions. Hell's Gate is what he called it. <laughs> imagine, imagine paying homage to a legend when you're a street guy. <laughs> he came directly from an orphanage. He's a street guy, man. What's he doing? Bright colors. Anyway. He's a knucklehead, Joe. Cut him some slack. Yes. He's a knucklehead. Big show or big shit, ready? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm now a tag team wrestler. First it's Jericho, next it's Miz. I also make a bad film, Big Show. Big <laughs> show or big shit? Uh, Jericho show wasn't bad, Miz show wasn't bad. We'll, we'll lean twice, slightly towards Big Show. Big show is winning now, right? Yeah, I think so. Three to two? The only big, yeah, I think it's, it's four to two. Okay. Big shits were only uh, the sumo, which was a little bit unfair, and the, the Undertaker bullies me now. So there you go. We have two left, but we'll go back to the film. Um, What's left in the film? He tapped them out, and then 
He gets uh, arrested, doesn't he? Yeah, the cops come and arrest Memphis Eddie because he's fraud. Okay. So <laughs> then uh, Henry gets in the ring and they all celebrate. And Eddie's dad is like, I don't have the money anymore. I bet it. And every single person in the world that's watched this film is like, oh, he bet it on the big show, obviously. <laughs> but Eddie is like, oh, my God, Dad, how dumb are you for backing against the big show? And he's like, no, love an underdog. 20 to, 20 to 1. What sort of fight what? was Red Rock? <laughs> Who booked these odds? What? What? How did he get these odds on the big show? To where it, I haven't seen Red Rum fight. Is he that much of a killer? Is he Che Mills, solid killer? I can't stress how rare 20 to 1 is in an actual fight. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like, this is the, it would only make sense if they had seen the fight where he falls on the guy only. He'd never <laughs> fought again since. But anyway, so he, he fought a bear. Did they not see him choking out the bear? <laughs> like, everyone, everyone saw that footage with Habib and like, this guy's just never going to lose. Apparently, these odds makers never saw him fight a bear and they're like, eh, 20 to 1, he sucks. So he won, he won 80 grand, right? And he's like, all of this goes to the orphanage. Yay! And then and then the fat kid gets mad and he's like, oh, I'm still at the orphanage, big show. Why are you leaving me? And he's like, I'm not. Because the big show, the big shit, <laughs> is adopting his kid today. And then the kid throws his console on the floor because he's a sport brat and he hugs the big show. <laughs> and it comes up the end as though I've just watched like a 1970s sort of murder mystery flick. Am I wrong? The closing credit is so bizarre. It it's is. a black screen with the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it, was, it was a strange ending. I, I don't know what I expected, but it was very abrupt in how it happened. And yeah, it had the cool uh, cursive, the end. It's like, all right, it's over now. Um, they should have killed this kid. That's my that's my takeaway. When we when we make the, the second one, when we make Knucklehead 2, Henry's a dead man. Wow. Wow. Incredible scene. We're killing kids in sequels. What was the Dolph Ziggler movie? We're killing that kid, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't co-sign that one. That was mean. He didn't even have a line of dialogue to be annoying. <laughs> that poor kid was just had a bomb attached to him. He was like, kill him. Get him. <laughs> well, Henry had dialogue, and it all sucked. And, like, he's so enamored with his video games that he let the kitchen burn down. And then he was so happy that the big show, he just threw the video game. Yeah, like you said, being spoiled just figured... I got a new family now. We got all this money. I'll easily get another. No, kid. It didn't work like that. We're going to drown you in Knucklehead 2. So is the idea that the big show is now going to become like an actual fighter? If, he's a lover now. He's going to go off with uh, Jan's friend, and now they got a kid and stuff. So, mm-hmm. no, he's not He's not going to fight anymore, I don't think. They got all their money. They made their money. He's a knucklehead, How Joseph. How much did they make? I have, it all went to the orphanage anyway. Yeah, I feel like it's the elephant in the room here is that he has no way of making money in the real world so he's going to have to fight a lot but I don't know what do I know he goes on to be a pro wrestler and then he has to retire and then he does the Big Show show speaking of being a pro wrestler Big Show or Big Shit I'm in the authority Kane looks funny Big Show Big Show or Big Shit I have no idea what this Big Show is so I'll just say Big Shit the one that um, oh, is this where he, he has to like cry and Stephanie is like, you're nothing with, right. oh yeah, that all sucks. And also, it's the one where, um, you remember the famous rumble where Roman wins and it comes down to like him versus Kane and show. And yeah. Like, this is going to be an epic babyface victory. I thought it was Rusev. That. Rusev was in that bit, right? At the end of the rumble? I don't know. Like, 
whoever they were like near the end and it was okay. like you know, all the hills that guy the fight the guy that fought roman all the time oh yeah that all sucked yes <laughs> big shit <laughs> okay i remember um, stephanie berating him and just making him cry i'll i'll finish our, our pro- this little project project's a strong word for it i'll finish it now <laughs> um big friendly giant Braun always kills me big show big show or big shit it was fine. Those matches with Braun were good. So, yeah, it was good. It was odd, though, because he would, like, go away for six months, come back and just wrestle Braun. They just yeah. announced, next week, Big Show and Braun in a cage. And he would <laughs> die again. He would just get laid out. There was, like, literally, Braun retired Big Show, like, six times, and it was never a retirement. He would just come back eventually and fight him in a different match. It was tremendous. I mean, that's how they do retirement angles. The Undertaker's retired 300 times, but tune in to Survivor Series to watch him walk away again. This is true. Um, I, at the end of the day, Big Show won, um, but he was a play fighter. He paid homage <laughs> to Legends, which means he clearly is not a street guy. So, there you go. What, what are we giving this film? What else have I given a two, Jeremy? Well, let me pull up my reviews here. Yeah. It can't be. I don't think it could be much higher than two. We've reviewed so much stuff. You've given the main event a two. It's worse than that. And the John Cena album a two. I'm giving this a one. <laughs> okay. I love the big show, too. Like, it may come across like I don't, but I genuinely right, you, very much you like picked that. this film because you're like, we got to go back to our roots. We, we got to bring back the big show, the man who started this all. I can yeah. see why he turned down our open invitation to be on this program. Imagine him being here <laughs> when I did Big Show or Big Shit. <laughs> I think he has any cool behind-the-scenes stories from this. Do you think he wanted Henry to die, too? It's like the little kid was annoying on set. Wish they would have just killed him. I just I can't help but feel that he's ashamed of his part in this. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I guess, look, we're being honest. I want to ask I him guess... what his motivation is for that Greyhound bus scene. Like, what was going through your mind during that scene of, like... For that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's a world in which... If I'm in my most positive, optimistic mood, I may say it's a fine family film, but the humour is just so... It's the lowest bar possible. I can't even admire it in that sense. Like, you remember when we did the Paige Miz film that had the funny, like, obstacle course ending? The yeah. Christmas one. Like, we agreed that there's a, it could be a fine family flick, right? Yes. This is, like, just... It just sucks. It's not even <laughs> good, like, low, you know, childish humour. It's just terrible. So, yeah, a one. <sighs> My ratings are all over the place. Um, I, gave, I gave the Marine 6 a half a star. I don't know if this is better or worse than the Marine 6. It's worse. River of Darkness was a dud... Still get chills from River of Darkness. Still, <laughs> we have a program named after River of Darkness. Uh, we'll we'll go. Uh, we'll go a quarter a quarter star. It was was it worse than the Marine Six? Yes, Man. Becky Lynch is the villain. Yeah, at least Becky fair. Lynch was redeemable, and the Miz's death scene was pretty redeemable. Yeah. All right, <laughs> quarter quarter star because I don't think it was worse than River of Darkness. River of Darkness was just dull. This, at least, there were moments. Quarter like, star for Knucklehead. There's an actual... I know that you've rated lower than that because we, you did, like, the They Live bit and stuff. But <laughs> there's a film 
River of Darkness is the worst we've done, right? Like, yes. as an actual film. It was yeah. a monstrosity, that film. Yeah. There was nothing redeemable about it, and I, as I've reiterated a million times, I watched it with an out-of-sync audio, <laughs> and, like, it definitely took years off my life. Like, I actually... I'll never forget watching that film. Well, Joseph, oh. let me tell you what we're okay. watching next week. Let me let me read this cast list to you. Hold on. Let me pull it up. But our River of Darkness friend is one of the stars in this film. Please be Kevin Nash and not Kurt Angle. It's not Kevin Nash. Oh. It is not Psycho Sid either. This movie has a 3.5 on IMDb. It was requested by multiple people as well. So the people want this film, Joseph. All right? Okay. It's taking forever to load this cast list. All right, whatever. All right. Kurt Angle is in this film. Okay? Okay. Jim Duggan is in this film. Roddy Piper of They Live Film, Fame, is in this film. Okay. Shane Douglas is in this film. AEW superstar Matthew Hardy is in this film. Rebby Sky is in this film. Okay. Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies is the name of this film. Have you heard of this? I have never seen, heard, or thought a word of this. This sounds insane. What year? 2014. Oh, no. This is older, Kurt, than the one we saw in River of Darkness. (laughs) Yes. It's an hour and a half, so it's right there. It's an hour and a half. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not 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 going over our limit at all. I have no idea what to expect from this, but multiple people have been like, why didn't you review this film, especially for uh, Halloween? And I was like, I didn't know this film existed, first off. But, you know, if, if we've got multiple requests, we've got to give the people what they want. Serious question. Is this film, like, traceable on the internet? Like, I have is it no a point where idea. I have no I've idea. I've never heard a thing about this film. You're going to be messaging me on Monday morning and just being like, or Tuesday, Tuesday yeah, Tuesday morning, and being like, how can I watch this film? It's like, well, Joseph, yes. I had to pay 20 bucks for it, so pay 20 bucks for it. We're going to have to delay it because we wait for our DVD. Yeah. They'll be there in a month, pal. Wait. Rest easy. They'll be coming. That's what we're reviewing next week, everybody. Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. Anything else from this movie, this day? No, I just, you know, I feel I've lost my way a little bit during this podcast. <laughs> I want to apologize to you. I only got scared by my shift in tone. Um, sometimes my passion for this business just disappoints me. Um, when I see guys shun the casual fan and break kayfabe by wearing bright colors, frankly, my love for this sport diminishes dramatically. You know, when a character stresses that his only goal in life is to become a professional wrestling world champion, and they are enough of a mark to wear professional wrestling colours, I just can't. I can't handle it. I'm sorry. So 
I apologise who I am who was scared or uncomfortable with my uh, my shift and my aggression. But other than that, I've got to be honest, I'm actually terrified about next week's review because <laughs> it sounds so... Like, River of Darkness was just... You don't know, guys. You don't appreciate what that was like. It was <laughs> something else. And if this is anything like that, which I sense it will be, oh, man, we're going for a cold week. It's going to be tough. I sense it will provide more unintentional, awful comedy than River of Darkness. I mean, the religious stuff was pretty <laughs> epic on River of Darkness, where he would like just go around questioning people about the Bible and stuff. So, you know, he never broke character though. No. Like, he was a, he was a detective who wouldn't wear bright colours. He knew the gimmick. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's what we're doing, I guess. Eddie's going to be delayed for. So I'd rather do Eddie three times than do this, but that's what we're doing, folks. Get ready. All right, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday reviewing that. We'll be back on Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, talking professional wrestling. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll figure something out. Do you have something? Yes. Okay. I've already burned the one bit we could have done with the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the running joke I've been doing throughout this show. You've burned so. that. Uh, if you want our thoughts on AEW Full Gear, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful. Joseph and I were joined by Gary Cassidy, and we reviewed the entire show, so we don't have like too much to add on that. Hopefully, NXT and Dynamite give us a little something. Raw ain't giving us nothing. That's just a... Hang on a second. NXT, did you just say? Yeah, Pat McAfee and the women. That's it. Okay. You should be careful, okay, because... I'm easing into it, but you're starting to make it a distraction. <laughs> Very scary. Well, Pat McAfee and the women. That, that's all we're talking about when it comes to NXT. Hopefully they can give us something. Um, that's Thursday, 3 o'clock. We're live on Thursdays now. Everybody tune in for that. It's, apparently it's doing very well. That's what I'm told. That's what the uh, producers are telling me. They're saying we're big stars now. So, you know, tune in. Uh, Joseph and I booked Booty Pro Wrestling this past weekend. Go check that out. That that did numbers as well. We're just just doing doing big things, doing that big things. That did numbers. numbers. We are truly on fire, my friend. How could that not do numbers? We got Daniel Bryan, two thousand twenty. Daniel Bryan headlining our pay per view against two thousand Lex Luger. Who's not tuning in to see that match? I mean, we booked a lot <laughs> crazier shit than that, but yeah, that we was did. But that was our main right. event. So uh, yeah, go 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 watch that where we play. TEW, your picture right now frozen. Oh, it just went uh, reconnecting. Oh my god, very scary times here. There, there, you're back. You had a very nice frozen picture there. You're frozen again. I'm gonna end this thing just because you're having a lot of audio issues, pal. Uh, follow follow Joe on Twitter at JoelHobert5. Joe, nod or shake your head if you have a feature this week. No, no feature this week for Joseph, but uh, go to his Twitter. He's writing on his uh, his own website and everything. Follow me on Twitter, at JeremyLambert88. Again, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll talk to y'all then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.